Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. All right, man. Speak between the lines podcast, episode 110. It's your boy, Young Rez. Join with J Rock. Young Ain't Sweet in the building, back in Tennessee. What's up? What's up? My boy, King my boy. A may or may not be jumping on. We don't know yet. <laughs> King A may or may not be in this time, time zone right now. I don't know what he's doing, bro. He got a laptop that ain't charging. Yeah, you got, got that real, that you want to hear something real crazy? Shoot. I can hear J-Rock. Yo, I'm done with it. Yo, I'm, I'm done. done with y'all. I'm done with y'all. Yo, I'm done. I'm done with all, all of y'all. All of this. I'm, I'm, a, it's above me now. Man. This like, guy. I'm not going to play this game today. Well, you know what, then? Here's what I'll do. I'll start talking, and then I'll just translate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might as well, yeah. Try it. All right, Try all right, cool. So, Last Dance, uh, episode five and six, uh, aired last night. Um, I'm gonna kick it off real quick on this uh, tidbit. My boy Landa said, "Roll the credits." <laughs> now you good. Go ahead. All right, um, Kobe got a little emotional. Yes, got a little emotional. Yes. Um, yes. I don't know if anybody else got an eerie feeling watching him talk and be talked about, but that, that, that kind of just, I, you know, you forget, like it's weird. Cause you know, celebrities, they're, they're not really in up in our faces like that every mm-hmm. single day. So like when he retired, you know, he's been out of the picture in and out, you know, back and forth. So with all this quarantine stuff, it's easy to forget like, damn, like Kobe gone. So that was just a reminder, and I was like, "Yo, them niggas knew he was gonna be a beast, bro. Like they knew. Yeah. They, them boys talking about you in the halftime locker room. They know. Mm-hmm. They, they know who you are." I was gonna say, um, I, I actually, I, I tweeted it earlier, bro. I feel like that they probably had more footage of Kobe for this doc. They probably had him saying a little bit more than what they showed. Um, I just feel like they were like, okay, you know what? Let's just do just a little bit because maybe, you know, we're not just ready yet. I was not ready. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was not ready. I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I mean, it was it was definitely a moment. Like, it, it did like to do it at, at the very, very beginning to set the stage for the rest of the doc was was very, very phenomenal. But I ain't gonna lie to you. That, that, that was a very, very tough segment to watch. It was very tough to watch. Man, because it, it brought you back to <laughs> Michael Jordan talking at Kobe's funeral. Like mm-hmm. hearing, hearing, cause hearing Jordan say a couple months ago, "Yo, Kobe's my little brother," then have Kobe say, "Yo, that's my big brother." Yeah, back to back like that. It's like, yeah. mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That what I uh, <laughs> looking at all the tweets, the Instagram posts, all of that, man. It was like a continuous thing to where like you just saw all of the comparison. Even like even when Kobe was saying like, you know, like the feel you get this feel how he moves and he was pattering mm-hmm. his game i was like yeah lee like this this is this is real i will say this though i will say this this is one thing i say you know can almost put some things to rest about that comparison kobe said it out of his mouth stop doing it you know what i mean yeah. just stop with yeah. the comparisons pieces like stop saying you know hey 101 who went no like Without him, he said there wouldn't be a five him. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't right. got those five ships if it wasn't for MJ. At the same time, right. like I feel like Kobe took that game that Mike had because Mike said it himself. 
he took the game that Mike had and he did advance it, but it wouldn't have been a Kobe without the MJ at the same time. You know, yeah. like so we we do need to just to stop that noise altogether. Just like I said last week, as far as like you know, comparing people saying so and so so and so wouldn't be where they were without right. this person. Yeah. Right. Stop the noise, like just stop the noise, let these boys play. We know who the goat is, all right, and we know who the greatest are. And so let them just be great, you know, and just and just and just stop all the actual comparison. Cause that that was one thing that Kobe said. I was like, okay, you know what? We heard it from him. He mm-hmm. said, stop it. Cool. I'm done with it. I'm not saying it anymore. You know what I mean? So that's what I was at with. That was like my one of my biggest takeaways from that segment. From that segment, for sure. No, the only thing I think I was a little disappointed on um is I thought they were gonna show the game where Kobe uh, and the Lakers uh, were playing Chicago, and Kobe scored like 33 points. And remember, uh, Jordan and Kobe was going back and forth. I thought they yeah. were really gonna go into that game because, like, they were picking like they were cherry picking like special moments from '98, and that was a moment. And so I was mm-hmm. like, I was a little disappointed that we ended up in the playoffs by the end of this uh, two episodes, and we didn't get that moment. Well, like, I yeah, I feel three. like they had that in the tuck. I feel like mm-hmm. they had that in the tuck. Mm. I think they had it there. But you, know you just I mean? want to be overloaded. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. I just don't think they wanted, you know, everyone just be overloaded with all those emotions. And, you know, it's to me, it's definitely understandable. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I would have loved to see it. It would have been hard to watch, but I would have I loved to see it. Mm-hmm. I would love to see it. Yeah, like this whole first episode could have been the Kobe uh, Michael episode. Pass the torch. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like it could have, it, it probably would have been leading up to Dream Team. But because everything's going on with Kobe, it's like, well, we don't want to get it too emotional on on that aspect of because once you do that, now the it, the, the the actual doc shifts to Kobe versus Mike. So so actually that, that brings up a good segue then. Uh let's talk about the dream team then. So um are you guys familiar with those uh legendary you know scrimmages they used to run against each other as far mm-hmm. as like mm-hmm. um there's a there's a story that uh, Magic Johnson wasn't ready to concede to Jordan uh, until the 1992 Dream Team, even though he had already lost the championship the year before. Uh, there was this sense that Magic was competing with Michael, so like mm-hmm. they'd be gambling, and then Ma- Magic would try to stay up as late as Jordan to gamble. Um, there was this um, back and forth banter that was rumored to be going on that. Magic was like, you know, it's not your league yet. You only got one. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we got multiples. No, not multiples. Uh, you only got two. Uh, Magic said mm-hmm. he had five. Larry got three. You ain't even passed us yet. It's not your but league But you yet. can't be mad for that mindset because, like, right. Larry and Magic dominated the 80s. Facts. Com- yep. like, and then Absolutely. Jordan, they, they're, they're looking at this up-and-comer coming up trying to take my, you know, he's trying to take my crown. So I get it. Yeah, but he definitely. I think no, he, he, took he, it, he. I think he took it in the dream team. I, I don't even think he took the third chip. I think. I think about that dog. I think by the time that scrimmage was over, mm-hmm. and Magic had to get back on that bus, I think everybody in the world knew. All right, nobody's seeing this guy. Like, and I think they even said it on the doc. Like, yeah. you know, he was at a different level. Like, he was the alpha among alphas, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's just amazing to see somebody put their imprint on greatness like that. Like it's one thing to be great, but it's like when you're around greatness and you still are like a notch above, like that's crazy to me. Like only the best players in the world play in the NBA. 
So be, to be yeah. the best out of everybody by like by far, because nobody was seeing him. I know Charles Mark was saying before the finals, he didn't think anybody in the world was better than him. I don't Which, know what. I don't know what. I mean, but you you, you got to have you got to have that, that that Andrea Battle self. You know, then yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, actually but I, to I, actually I, I, compete like, against people. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, sweet? Mm-hmm. I was saying, like, um, to Barkley's point, like he said, but he he didn't play him. He didn't play him. But then you got to think about it too during that yeah. uh, during that run. I, I'm I'm sure we're gonna get to it later on. You know, they had the best record in mm-hmm. the league that year. Remember, he yeah. won MVP. He that did. year, so I mean, yeah. you know, maybe he was. He was like, "Stop!" You know, I, I could be probably possibly that guy. You know what I mean? But right. obviously, MJ shut that down real quick. Real know? quick. Mm-hmm. But you know, he just he he just he didn't see that. You know, that's all. Speaking of speaking of shut down, man, Tony Kukos, bro. That's that was a good storyline. Man, that was something new that I did learn for sure. I I, I you didn't know about that? that. I didn't know about I didn't know about him the his situation back home that was, oh, I know about that that was kind of new yeah yeah you know and then um i like how um uh the narrator whoever was saying that um where he was living at the time a lot of overseas players that are growing up in like a war infested area mm-hmm. us as americans especially like you know the mjs or whatever the case may be they're looking like okay these guys can't be as tough as us Right. You gotta understand, like he was in the middle of a full-fledged war and Fact. was still balling. So you, you gotta have a, a a different type of energy, and that was something that was new to me, definitely. Um, you know, as far as you know, that, that goes with uh, Tony Tukuka. I mean, heck, I had no idea. Honestly, I, I, I didn't know where he, he was from. You know, mm-hmm. what I, mean? I didn't know that he was from. Uh, what was it he was from? Um, let me Google that real quick. I forgot what he was from. But it's like, but I'm gonna let y'all on that point. Look it up. Now, uh, uh, one reason why I feel like most NBA players have that is because most M- NBA players have the story of Scottie Pippen. Grew up with nothing, mm-hmm. had to fight mm-hmm. to make it. So what they see as tough is growing up, getting out of the hood, getting out of a terrible situation, Correct. and still giving back to your family and still performing and competing at the highest level. Right. So that essentially, bad. that's what Tony's story is. But we're mm-hmm. not, as Americans, we're not used to seeing that from anybody mm-hmm. else, except for people who look like us. Right. Your bad is different from my bad. Your your growing up <laughs> in the struggle is gonna be different from my growing up in the struggle. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like you made a great point, Rock. Like going from um, courageous, what it was going mm-hmm. from, uh, you know, where Penny was from, small little town in Arkansas. You mm-hmm. know, that was a struggle for him, you know, having, uh, you know, making sure that when he got to leave, he had people that he had to take care of. People there are actually in wheelchairs, things of that nature. But Tony's struggle was different. Mm-hmm. I mean, his country was literally in war, walking around, shooting, things of that mm-hmm. nature. Like, it was actual war. No, it was just, it was just definitely like a, a different struggle. Um, that actually made me think of, when y'all brought that up, I was talking to my homeboy about this earlier, man. I really feel like this episode of, um, or these two parts of the doc, it was a lot of little gems in there where it was just bigger than basketball. It wasn't just about the great Michael Jordan. There was a lot mm-hmm. of other little small things like that. How somebody's struggle is different from mine. I can't judge a book by its cover. I don't know what you're going through. Yeah, right. you know, and just in life in general, you know what I mean. Like, there's like a lot of stuff going on with different people, you know. And just because your struggle is not like mine, don't mean you're not struggling. 
Right. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. It's just right. different from mine. And like, you know, uh, for them to see that and then obviously see, um, you know, him after the, you know, during the championship game, right. hit this switch and start balling. Right. And he, he gained the respect of a lot of those players off of that right there. So, um, you know, that was just like one of those incidents where I feel like it's definitely, it's definitely bigger than just basketball, these these two two episodes. I'm trying to figure out why King Gabe's in the, in the comment section too. I, th- I wasn't going to say it yet. I wasn't, I wasn't going to be the one. I, I just, I like, what, what, is, what is going so, on? So, so Linus asked a question, why is King Gabe in the comment section? Abe is having technical difficulties right now where he's unable to get online as of right now. So we got Abe fact checking in the comment section. We appreciate that. It's not your fault, bro. It's not your fault. It's probably my fault, bro. I feel like this thing does great with three people streaming. I'm not going to be here probably next week, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that's what it is. I feel bad. I'm like, all right, but damn, bro, I got, I got, I, I come correct this episode. Hey, just don't, hey, just don't want to record with us. It's all right, cool. It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. We love him. We love him. It, it, it makes sense. It ain't working. <laughs> we so believe. Just, just to we be fact checking while we just talking, bro. This other man just keep fact checking while we talking. We that. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You just stash sheet stuff, bro. All right. <laughs> uh, Oh, hold up. Um, there is one thing I wanted to get to on um, the doc about how hard it is to be Mike. I'm glad that they went into that, that they talked mm-hmm. about, like, you know what? Everybody want to be like Mike, but, you know, that's cool for a couple hours. Like, would you want to do it for a year? Mm-hmm. And when they showed this dude at the hotel, you know, he had a, he had a cigar. He chilling out. He said, I'm watching TV. It's peaceful. But the moment that door opens, it's pandemonium. It doesn't. It don't stop. What's funny about that, because as soon as I saw that, uh, it was on a previous episode. I, I had to go back and find what number episode. Uh, Abe came with a quote from Kevin Hart's book is, you know, you, you see all these people you idolize, but mm-hmm. when, you, if, when you really have to walk them out in their shoes, would you be willing to give up what they're willing to give up? Right. So for this man's entire run, in sports, even in baseball, every time he leaves the house, your mm-hmm. life is literally no longer your own. Like we over here tripping about being in, in quarantine. That's the only time he ever had peace. Damn, at home with the damn doors locked, where nobody, no cameras can get in. Because as soon as he goes Let out, me ask you this then. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this because uh, that brings up next point talking about that aspect. Uh, and back to my point about, you know, it's bigger than basketball. Mm. The MJ that we know now today, like the past, you know, plus years, probably like, you know, like the past 20 years, we don't see a lot of MJ. If, if we just call it spade a spade, we don't yeah, like, I mean, we, we see magics, you know, we see the Charles Barkley's, the Shaq's people that came up with them. Heck, even like Larry Bird and things of that nature. We don't really see that much of Mike. Right. Um, do you think just for you know his mental sanity now, especially that incident that was going on with him during that uh time where you know that the book came out in the articles, yeah. do you think during that time period that kind of changed his whole perspective? He's like, you know what? I can't me being Michael Jordan, I have to be a recluse now just for my mental sanity. Because heck, he could have went crazy, you know, dealing with the flash and lights all the time. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I think I think mental health, um, is something that isn't really spoken on much when it comes to celebrities uh, and living that life and basically 
the camera is always on. Like I can only imagine with the social media age what it would be like. But like even, even in that day, like it's funny because we we talk about how like athletes get talked about for doing crazy things. This dude went to the to the fucking casino in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. And then he made he's on the news all day getting blasted. Mm-hmm. And so I can only imagine like everything that it, everything's being watched, everything's being monitored. Mm-hmm. You're never truly alone. You got your handlers with you. You know, you got your security with you. You got your team with you. I mean, you got your business partners where he got to meet with Nike and, and all these other things. He's never really got a moment of peace ever. Mm-hmm. Never. Never. If he's at, if he's at the club, you know, groupies trying to get on you. If if you at the gym, you know, you walk in, like, what are you gonna say no to a kid that's like in a wheelchair asking for an autograph? And then you could be stuck there forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. a question. Since you brought up the uh, casino, and I'm glad that they shed light on this because I I have my answer. Do you think he had a gambling addiction? Yes. I don't. I don't know. I'm torn on it because I don't. Um, I don't necessarily feel like it was a addiction, but I feel like it fed into him being a competitor. Because in order for you to mm-hmm. compete, if there's a price to pay to do it, that means the other person's going to be serious about it. So, like, if, if anybody, if anybody can and walk up and challenge you, and you know, you, you know, he'll be on the golf court all day. But if you know it's a thousand dollars a hole. And you you don't believe in your skill set enough to play them, why why waste my time playing you? So I I think that fed into a part of his competitive nature. I mean, do I think he he he, he struggled with gambling? I don't wouldn't necessarily call it him being a gambling addict. I think it just fed into him being a competitor in everything he did. Because like even even in the document that showed him just throwing quarters at the, he's betting that. Hmm. Because he always wants to be, he always wants to be, always wants to be the best. Like when they showed him on the plane, they're playing cards for thousand thousand dollars, and mm-hmm. then you have the other players playing this dollar games of poker, blackjack, whatever. It's like I mm-hmm. want to say I could took your money. So the yeah. money wasn't. It he wasn't about it. the money. It was about to say that I'm taking it from you. I'm gonna be the best. Why do you think uh, he has an addiction, Red? I, I, I am talking. I said I don't think he does, and I, I'll, I'll I'll tell you why. I don't think he he, he has an addiction problem. I think okay. You know what? I might I might I might soften my stance on that just because an addiction is something that like you can't turn off. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Has he turned it off? Because my thing is this: like, just because you have the resources to do something doesn't necessarily mean that you're not an addict. Like. Some people like were saying like, okay, well, he's not addicted to it because he's not he's not gambling stuff that's putting him in the poverty. I think he even said that in his interview. But mm-hmm. for me, that's that's straight PR. I would do that. Like if I was if I was a a PR person and I'm like MJ, we got to spin this. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say yes. Talk about your competitiveness. Like we're gonna talk about how basically you just compete in everything. But fam, you can't say no to gambling thousand dollar holes at golf i mean i know you got the money to burn but you got to take tony kukos one dollar for cars like it's just i I think there's a thrill in actually doing that i don't know i don't know if you can say it's the gambling itself but i think he does get an adrenaline from that i guess you could say it's competition i don't know 
I don't know, fam. I mean, I, I've heard some crazy stories about MJ. Like, I crazy think, stories. I think, and like he said in the doc, because like this was something that I was always unclear on. I've, I've heard about the rumors, like, oh, MJ has this big gambling problem. Big now, facts, um, bro. To Dalton's point about 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 Slim, Slim was, you know, big that, facts, bro. We'll, we'll definitely get to that. I will say this though. He said himself, I feel like it can be a hobby if you can't do anything else. MJ couldn't go to the movies unless he rent out the whole theater. He couldn't go bowling unless he rent out the whole theater. That was his hobby. It was, I mean, hey, you got professional poker players. We don't call them, uh, we don't say they have an addiction problem. Like, I mean, a gambling is some way, shape, form, or fashion a sport. Some people make gambling their actual job i've seen that you know mm-hmm. but, you know like doing things of that nature so um to his point for me i feel like any addiction I, and i would like to google the word if the addiction takes from takes time or energy from anything else because you can't stop doing it i feel like that's an addiction gambling even he said himself it didn't take away from his skill or will on a basketball court. Mm-hmm. He showed up to his job. He practiced. He had his endorsement deals. He was he was he was checking off all the boxes. And this was the one thing that he had to do that was actually fun. And yes, you're right. He had it to blow. Now right. does that give him the? I mean, I just I just I feel like now seeing that I'm gonna take a little step back and like actually take into consideration. All right, really, did he have a gambling problem or was the media? fishing for some chink in this man's armor. And I feel like they couldn't find anything else. So mm-hmm. uh, he's always in the casino. He must have a gambling problem. You know and what? I feel like media right. spin that whole thing. To your point, you said two weeks ago about media. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I feel like you know media like put that out there on Mike. Because, heck, like I said, an addiction to me, it has to take away from family. It has to take away from your job. Like you can't. Like it's yeah. like an actual itch. He don't got an itch. It's just his his competitive nature. Like what J Rock said. So um, you converted. I just you converted yeah, that that between no, that between that and Rev's statement about this ain't the Pete Rose situation. You know that's fair. I get it. So yeah, I'll soften on that one. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I, I'm just, I, I'm just curious to that because, like I said, I've, I've heard a lot of uh, sports commentators and writers and like, heck, even like you know, just older people that I know that grew up during the time. Mm. It was like, oh man, like, uh, nah, he's a he he's a big gambler. He like to smoke cigars. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. If you was addicted to anything, it's probably cigars. He was addicted to Nah, he was addicted to snitching. He was addicted to snitching. Oh snap! He was he did he did switch a little bit this week too. Damn! He okay. did switch. <laughs> as soon as I saw him, like, yep, you my know, boy, let me down. Dang, I, I meant I was trying to hold it off. I was trying to get into it, dog. Like, go ahead, this nigga bad. Yeah, it's lighting outside. How how you got a yeah, endorsement bro. with Gatorade? Talking about Gatorade, fill you up. He said after game, nah, <laughs> damn Gatorade. Give me a Gatorade nice cold beer. Light, yes. When he I said, saw that right there, bro. I was like, I'm done. We all back when I first started playing. Oh my god, MJ. They used to get a whole case. Oh my god, so they're cokeheads. 
They're okay. weed heads. Back to the weed. It, back to the it, girls. And it's always everybody but him. Come on, MJ. Yes, yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, bro. It's always everybody but him. You was there, bro. You was there, bro. You said, I think, I, think, I think some of the players got it from the coaches. Like, what? <laughs> yes. I'm like, dang, bro. Why? Why are you throwing everybody out of the bus? Boy, it ain't even dropping. Boy, that's some wet <laughs> Yo. Exactly. Real exactly. talk, though. This nigga do, he averaged about 1.8 snitches a game, dog. 1.8 <laughs> a game, bro. 1.8 snitches yo, That average is up there, bro. Bro, he God, do, that might be snitching big time. But, um, so, but yeah, like, I just want to clear the air on that whole game. Thing. Like, I, I, I feel like it was... Um, again, you know, back to it's bigger than basketball. I feel like it is one of those things where he needed something. Somebody needs everybody needs a hobby, bro. Mm-hmm. Like um, you can't like his basketball to him. He loved the game. I'm not taking it, but it was still his job. Right. You know, he still had a lot of pressure. He had a lot of, a lot of eyes on him. Remember when mm-hmm. he went down two games to the Knicks? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, um, he was he he started feeling the pressure, so he had to start he had he had, he had to start coming to work a little bit more. Um, what what do you do? What do you do for your mental sanity? What do you do? To get away from everything, get away from the media, get away from your life, your job. What do you do? It, what he did was he said he played golf and he liked to go into the casino and gamble. Mm-hmm. That's what he liked to do. Facts. But let's talk about them Knicks, though, because um, let's do it. Jordan got pressed. Jordan got pressed. Mm. He, got, he got pressed on the court and he got pressed off the court. He got pressed on the court because mm-hmm. them boys, they took that two game lead. It was giving the Bulls the blues. That's the Eastern Conference Finals. That, that's not a first or second round. Like that's that's money time. Yep. Like, to go for the chip. And the same real way, quick, real quick, real quick, yeah. real quick, real quick, ways. Uh, to respond to Landon, absolutely not. I, I'm I'm okay. I'm thinking I'm thinking. Uh, I, oh I, hell I no. Was too, yeah. Was too, was too competitive to actually point shake. I don't think he was no like that. Now I did hear rumors that was like one of the reasons why like he probably went away for a little bit. During well, when he took that one more time, mm-hmm. there's a whole so many conspiracies. That's a whole different. Yeah, well, I cannot wait to next week so we can clear it up because I, I want to know. Like, why? Do I don't think they're going to address it. Wait, I don't even think they're going to clear it up. I don't think they're, they're not going to address it. You think you think that's? I don't know. I spin cycle that one like, because like this episode, these episodes was the perfect one to address it because they talked about gambling. And not that, like the next episode, yeah, but the next like episode when he went away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that, that's that's gonna be the perfect time. I, I think they're gonna address like what, what was the real reason. I know he didn't want to play baseball. Because I, I, I remember they were saying um a word on the street was um uh, David Stern actually had to suspend Jordan, so th- it was like a fake retirement because they were mm-hmm. saying he did have a gambling issue, and so that was a rumor that was floating around for years. So we'll see how they how they do. That little story, because you know his father's involved. I mean, it's a lot, bro. That's yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they can legitimately put that on TV. Like so the five and six. This was five and six, right? Yeah. So we got yeah, two yeah. more weeks. So we got two more weeks. I think they're gonna get to it. I think they're gonna get to it. Well, oh, don't they, wait. Don't they got to do nah? Because they got to do all three championships. They got three more chip, chips to get. And only got four. They do like a little flashback thing they've been doing, like a little back and forth deal. Mm-hmm. We, we run out of time, bro. We only got four hours, bro. We run out of time. <laughs> like, what did you talk about? I want to see it. I need to know. I need to know the answer to it. I, I mean, know. but like, even when you look at clearing stuff up with the whole Isaiah Thomas and then the Dream Team, they really kind of brushed through that for real. Think so? Quickly. What? Wait. What? The, the, I thought the that was going to be. Hey, the way Isaiah Thomas was doing his press run. 
Man, I thought it was be major. Fam, I thought I thought I was like, oh, he must have seen something like it. Like it must be something big. Like, going on. like he was trying to get people ready. Like Isaiah been talking for two weeks about this. Straight up for five minutes. Five minutes of airtime. I'm like, that was it. I gotta go back and watch. I feel like they addressed it. And like the way they addressed it was this. Nobody wanted to play with him. I mean, which which is what they said. So that on, on they teed it up saying Jordan got the call. He said, mm. "Who's all on the team?" Yep. It said the the person you're worried about is not playing, and that's all Jordan said about it. Yep. Then they double. That's another stand to me. I mean, you know, he 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 didn't want to play with him. Wait, did uh, he snitch magic on Magic? Want to play with him? Huh? Did he snitch on Magic? Was he was he on the episode saying yeah. Magic? God damn, Jordan. All right, he had two point two. Jordan, Jordan yeah. did say he said. <laughs> Jordan did say oh, uh, Magic had problems with him. Larry had problems <laughs> with him. <laughs> he went down the list. He said Carl Malone had problems with him. He was, he was definitely name dropping again, as per usual. Oh, uh, I all, feel like all it's, it up, it's surface level though. They didn't get into why everybody didn't want to play. Same way they didn't they get did. into the. I mean, I it's, it's bad boy Pistons. Like he they was like the way he played. He I was mean, the leader of the bad boys. But what about Magic and what about Larry and what about uh Scotty? Like they didn't dig into that. Like they didn't remember remember the all-star game where Jordan got froze out. They didn't even they didn't even show that. Exactly. So, so uh, that's what I'm saying. Like they kind of skimming in and out of stuff. I mean, the way I the way I saw it, the way the way that they presented was he was already out before they even approached Jordan to be on the team. Is how they made the doc see it. Mm. So it's like the way the doc presents, like Jordan's like, well, he was already out, you know, before I was even on the team. So no, that's not, that's not true, dog. Because like, fam, this has been reported so many times over the last like 15, 20 years. MJ had had the the veto power. MJ said, mm-hmm. if I'm not if he's on the team, I'm not playing. That whole conversation about oh the guy you're worried about he's not he's not there no nah, nigga yeah MJ, it, was, MJ it, was, said it was straight up it was never straight forward if mm-hmm. I if, if he on the team I'm not playing and he the biggest star in the, in the world you're not going to the freaking um, Olympics without Michael Jordan yep. so yeah Isaiah you gotta go bro just say that so well hey well works. hey to me and again I feel like you're you're absolutely right so I feel like it was addressed MJ didn't want him to play. It was it was very it was it was very All right. light. All right, he tried to make it seem like he really this had is not the issue of it. This is not. It's okay. It's okay. Watch the dream team. It's a little different. Um. <laughs> All right. So MJ got pressed at the playoffs, and I remember I think Max Kellerman, uh, like a week or two ago, was talking about MJ was never in trouble in the playoffs. You know, we try to myth like do this whole mythical thing with Jordan. Like he was just untouchable. He never had a challenge. He never got pressed. He never, you know, he never really had his back against the wall. And I'm like, yeah. y'all tripping because how would he become great if he never had his back against the wall? Like he had to overcome some sort of adversity. And so just like with the Pistons, New York comes in with that same physical style mm-hmm. and they take a 2-0 lead and Jordan gets into media trouble. In the midst of that, same way if if we saw uh, LeBron on a banana boat or some shit, and then right after he lost a playoff game, we'd be like, "Hell is he doing?" They did MJ the exact same way. It wasn't no different. Yeah. The rules wasn't wasn't different for MJ. He got yeah, the business absolutely. just like everybody else. But you know what? He came back and he swept them boys. 
He yep. swept them. And Four games in a row. I feel like he did that because he needed that that clarity. He needed that time to get away, like he said. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The media right. going to find something. That's their job. I mean, they, they're looking for that juicy story. A good juicy story is one that's going to downplay some uh, somebody that is here. Right. Yeah. If you can find somebody that's here and bring it right here, oh, I, I can sell that. You know, because everybody's talking about how 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 good you are. Let me find something that is negative. But hey, look to your point. When he when he came back, it was business. It was yeah. business. They be trying to act like Jordan just beat a bunch of bums. Like like the teams that he was beating like, weren't good. Thank Fam. you. The Knicks. Thank you, bro. Knicks, Knicks was bad boys. They were stacked. Um, Phoenix. Uh, Charles Barkley and them boys had the best record in the league at the time. Facts. He won their finals. I mean, like these ain't no scrubs. This man was playing again. Bro, put in a, put in a context like this: Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals against the Knicks was in New York. Mm-hmm. They didn't even have home court advantage. Mm-hmm. What are y'all talking about? Yeah. Like, like, fam, the the Bulls went through some teams. Like, people sleep on that Cavaliers team. Cavs weren't good for the first time with LeBron. The boys had a squad back then. Yeah. And and they were competing. They were the young guns yeah. with the pool. So it's just like, like I like that they're actually highlighting that. They're showing people that, oh yeah, the competition was real. Like, like the the back and forth of the game was a real thing. He wasn't, it wasn't like the Warriors blowing people out by like 15, 20 points. Yeah, yeah. They were, every, they were every game those. that we saw, those scores are very close. Like uh five, six, seven. You know what I mean? I feel like the only thing that they, they probably blew it out was Portland when he when he played uh Clyde. Yeah. Yeah, but you point shaving. Come on now. Yeah, no, listen, Jordan. How how can you point shave and you still putting up 30 and 40 in a L? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> point shaving to me means if I by definition, this point 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 point. <laughs> you're not scoring, <laughs> he's still giving you buckets. You know what? Any of them. Hey, Stephen M. Smith just made a great point. He said the problem is the Eastern Conference Finals were bigger adversaries than the finals. So a lot of people look at the finals versus the entire road. I'm a big proponent of looking at the entire road. And that's why I kind of get mad at LeBron fans sometimes because they don't look at the entire road. They, they just kind of look like, fam. Like when LeBron was dominating the East? Yes. I'm like, come on, fam. Like, what, are we, what are y'all talking about? Like... Like Jordan had the complete opposite of LeBron. The complete opposite. The finals he, was in the conference. He had to fight to get to the finals. Yeah, he, he had to fight to get to the finals. Him getting to the finals myself, is him winning. I'm gonna do no more LeBron. Hey, I told you, I was no, no, no I'm saying, LeBron, bro. But it is facts. Like, like, come on, man. We gotta stop that. And and you know, uh, ESPN uh, the last week they've been real big on saying like nobody's beaten more uh, sixty plus win teams than Michael Jordan. You know who's number two on that list? It's Kobe. Kobe has beaten the second. He's the second most sixty-plus win team beaten ass nigga in the world of basketball in the West. While the West was while the West was was around, but people was around. But people sleeping on him, fam. Like, come on, man, miss me, miss me with that dog. But um, 
Yeah, you. dog. Uh, oh, Horace Grant, bro. Y'all really think he snitched? Talk about it. You think? Hey, speaking of snitches, you think you think he was the one? <laughs> you got that he was right. the one. That man gave him that whole book, bro. He he probably wrote the book and just had a guy put his name on it. Horace Anytime somebody it. says, you know what, well, I ain't say nothing, but if y'all want to believe it, you can. That means you yeah, did, bro. You did all the talking. He wasn't, he wasn't really supporting himself. Horace Grant. I mean, he just looked like kind of like a kind of a snitch dude. I don't want to say that he keep that man kind of big. But oh, absolutely, bro. And then, like, everybody in the locker room somewhat has something to say about that. Like, mm -hmm. you, uh, you were saw what obviously what MJ was saying. Like, mm -hmm. you, you you had the same thing with, with uh, what, what Scotty was saying to everybody else. They were saying, okay, yeah, it, it, it was coming from somebody in the locker room that's not mm -hmm. here, right? So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was I mean, just just context clues. Like, you knew that that she was coming from uh, Horace Grant for sure. And the shade that they was throwing uh, when they played Orlando in the regular season. Oh, they my like, gosh. It's like, oh, you know him? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. We know him really well. We, we used to see him in the playoffs sometimes. <laughs> we we used to see him in the playoffs. Hey. Trash, man. Trash. Yo. I, I did want to. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, ahead. No, go, go. Well, I did want to ask y'all real quick. Because I feel like we kind of did go through the Knicks conversation kind of quickly. I kind of want to go back to it real quick. All right, go ahead. Um, Patrick Ewing, right? A lot of people say that he doesn't back back to what you were saying last week, Rez. I, I know, like, you love saying it for some reason. Uh, people don't get their just due. Mm. Now, I will say that Pat mm. he doesn't get a lot of credit at all. Like, I, I feel like the, the, the bad boys, I just say, Thomas, to your point last week, to me, I feel like they get enough credit that they that, uh, that they deserve. We don't talk now. about Pat that That's real talk. I yeah. ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, bro. Like I tell on TV every day. Like For we real. talk about the boys enough. Now, Pat, though, I would honestly, uh, I I can honestly say, if there was one person that you can say Michael Jordan did kind of ruin their career, it yeah. was Pat Newman. I feel like Reggie Reggie was somewhat straight because he has stats and like you know for for uh, you know three point contests and threes in general. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of players. Uh, Chuck Charles Barkley he had a, a MVP in the season. Um, there's a lot of players that didn't win chips to Stephen A's uh to uh Steve's uh, point there. He he just put out failure, but he didn't get chips. There's some players that you didn't get chips that, that still got their just due. They got their just due. Pat didn't get a chip either. And I feel like that was solely because Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan yeah. killed all that noise. I feel sorry for that. And that's one play I can say I really feel sorry for Charles, uh, for uh for Pat Ewing. You know what he's doing now, right? He's coaching I think, he's, still, I think he's uh he's a uh, coach in Georgetown and them boys. Eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Patrick, I didn't want to throw that out there. Patrick Ewing's stat lined off of his career. He was a 21, 10, and two guy. 21 points, 10 rebounds, two assists a game for his career. His, his uh career high in points, 28.6. 28.6 points per game with no with no no three-point range. He was stretched, he was stretching the floor back then for them. It was a mid-range jumper. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. And his game boy was nice. So wait, who whose legacy got ruined the worst because of Jordan? You got the contenders would be Charles, Pat. No, nah, I think I think nah. Chuck's straight, man. Like I said, Chuck is that, is that because of TV? No, I mean, well, oh, he did get I mean, the MVP. Yeah. Probably, yeah, he got the MVP. He, 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 you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, but shouldn't he have won the MVP? Do what? 
Should he have won that MVP? Look, they were saying they just got tired of voting for him. <laughs> According to Jordan, that's the reason why he had getting his ass during the actual finals. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I don't know what those numbers look like back then. I was Googling to see. I mean, but, you know, I was oh. looking at that number just for that one season, bro. Look, there's there's plenty of times that we thought that uh, LeBron probably should have got MVP during the season like he didn't. You know what I mean? Yep. So, you know. Uh, I, I feel like maybe it is one of those things to where um, I feel like Max said is a couple of times before. I feel like the best player don't always get MVP. Um, you know, I, uh, yeah. you know, like over these past couple of years, maybe I can I can say that. Here's the thing: I I, I need that to be defined. MVP. What does that mean? What does the most valuable player mean? All right. The year that Derrick Rose won MVP, he took his team to the playoffs, and they were some 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 damn good competitors. Like Derrick Rose, he was he was the MVP, bro. Like yeah. he, exactly, he, oh, was, he was hands out. He was the best player out there. Um, you gave uh, the Brody Westbrook MVP because he was averaging a triple double, right? Now, and then and then the nigga didn't get first place vote, vote the next year. He did the same and, thing, I'm, and now and I and. And listen to me. In the playoffs, when he got there, mm-hmm. was he the most valuable player? Did he do anything for his team? To me, I, I don't. I, and like I love Westbrook. It's to you, to anybody, <laughs> nobody can make that argument. Yeah, I can he, go down the list. Of, like, he wasn't even the best player in that series. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like this definition of a most valuable player. What? Yes, they did go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I, 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 I do believe. I do believe that for sure, Steve. But yeah, I, I, I feel like that different. That definition. I, I, it is league stuff. Ain't got nothing to do with us. I mm. just feel like we need to have that conversation. Because honestly speaking, if if we want to be real, especially when LeBron was in the East with Miami and Cleveland, mm-hmm. he should have been MVP every single year. Stop, fam. Wait, wait. You don't what? think he should have? Wait. Well, hold on. LeBron James when he was with Cleveland. Oh, what year? What year? Which Cleveland stint? We talking about the first one? Both, both, both teams. Both teams. When he left, the second... back, he should have been getting those MVPs. He uh, was the reason why he was taking them teams to the playoffs. Hold on. So, oh, he didn't get to the finals every year. Damn. Okay. So, we're saying that oh, eight. The list of uh, MVPs. Yeah, like, I, I don't, you know. So wait, I feel wait. Like there were years now. where LeBron got 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 snubbed from because, uh, like, again, I, I mean, like, well, we, we, when are we, when we but, well, let's let's discuss it because this is interesting. When what year we started? Because LeBron came in 03. When yeah, did I, he? I, I would say it would have to be the second time when he actually got him to the finals. No, he, I mean, he was a beast in the first. He was a beast in the first stint. But I mean, like you're not you, you telling me you're gonna take Kobe's MVP away because if you're taking Kobe's no, MVP no, no, away, I, I, you can get that to Chris Paul. We have the conversation. We have the conversation. We have the conversation. Let me go down the the list real quick. Was when LeBron came in. So LeBron's first MVP was 08. That was his first one. All right. right. Kobe got oh um uh with 07 the year prior to that. No, Kobe's right. 08. Yeah, well, 07, 08, 07, 08, yeah. 07, 08. <laughs> And then it was LeBron and LeBron of 2008 through nah. 2010. Nah. Derrick yeah. Rose, I feel like he should have been MVP. And then yeah. it was LeBron uh, 11 through 13. Then you had Kevin Durant in 13-14. Kevin Durant deserved that MVP. Uh, yeah, come on, bro. Okay. Kevin Durant was torching the league. I still remember the TNT game when they played Miami. And he, and he broke LeBron off. 
Nah, bro. You just, what? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll give you that one. Well, hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. When did when did um KD get to uh, listen, listen, uh, Russell Westbrook okay, was hurt that year? Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, right. Hell no. Nah, bro. That was Kevin Durant all day. Westbrook wasn't even there. He got hurt. You're right, bro. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I I, I got basic based off of wins. And how far are you going? I always based up on how of wins and how far you going. That's how I in, in the regular season or in the playoffs. And that's my question. That's my question. Like that that award, you know, should it should we wait until the um the the, the actual playoffs to actually give it away? So you got you got you got, you got, no, you no, got no, no, players. No. For instance, for instance, for instance, for instance, for instance, All right, for instance, Max. For instance Kawhi Leonard does not turn on until the playoffs. <laughs> he ain't got no MVP. Think about that. Real he, don't need, he don't need an MVP. It's a regular season know? award. It's a regular season award. Why does Kawhi need an MVP? He's got I two. Like he's the most valuable player that's in the league. Wherever got, he goes, they're automatic contenders. Automatic contenders. Wherever, got, wherever Kawhi goes, he automatic contender, bro. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. That okay. is the definition of being valuable to me. My guy, my guy. So, so we gonna give Kawhi Leonard the MVP this year because he's been low managing while Giannis Antetokounmpo is leading the 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 NBA history in PER with the number one seed. We gonna give it to Kawhi just because? Oh, well, they might make it further in the in the playoffs. Is that what we doing? With low management, we're we gonna give it I to LeBron will. James when he when he taking two weeks off to go to Miami to get his HGA shot so yeah. he can come back and duck. Bro, like, yeah. what, what are we that, talking about? Bro, that shot's amazing. Why are you doing that to LeBron, bro? I'm trying to this is my one opportunity to try and shoot LeBron a little bit of bail, and you're not letting me do it. Because it don't make sense. Like, fam, you, you cannot you can't shoot bail to a nigga who built a team in a weaker conference of mm-hmm. all-stars versus and, and, a Versus a player in Kevin Durant in 2014 yep. who did without his second option for and most of them. Somebody like like Luca this year. Hey, wait, pump the brakes. 24. Hold on, let me set this up. 2014, Kevin Durant's in the Western in the Western Conference. They were stacked that year. I, I, I was how many, how many 50 win teams was in that in that conference that year? And then how many were in the East? And Kevin Durant's playing. How many? All right, and Kevin Durant's playing without Russell. It's still burning. How many? And, and and they stacking up wins on on freaking Orlando and Milwaukee. Okay, then question about uh, uh, Steph from fourteen to sixteen. Both of those he got. You get at the LeBron twenty sixteen. The blasphemy. I said Stop fourteen it. through yeah. sixteen. You got you got yeah. you got fourteen to fifteen yeah. and then fifteen to sixteen. Man, oh, 14, 15. Did you uh, say LeBron? We still go to, I mean, I no, 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 yeah, yeah, no. I, I would still give it to Steph because that was a sixty-seven win team mm-hmm. that nobody had them going to the finals the year before. Okay, I got you. Nobody I, went. Nobody I even went to that season thinking about. Yeah, no. Nah, he got enough then. He got enough uh, MVPs. But to that to that earlier point though, um, when like we were comparing him, uh, MJ to uh, to a, like I said, hey, look, maybe that year Chuck was just a better player. <laughs> That was where like we, we actually came from. We're like Chuck got that that MVP. Chuck was a beast, so though, maybe bro. he was a better player. Chuck yeah. was a beast, though. Chuck was a beast. Yeah, probably, look, I, yeah. I, didn't, I was I was two years old, bro. That year, so I have no idea what he looked like during that time. Ninety two when he got that MVP, I have absolutely no idea. I was three years old. It was ninety two, ninety three. Have no idea. But hey, look, yeah, you're probably right about that. Okay, I was so to shoot LeBron like a little bit of bail. 
But yeah, you are no. right. He didn't he didn't deserve an over none of these players. Dog, LeBron, LeBron gets all the love that he needs, bro. Like you do, he does not need you to try to you shoot just, him. You just, you just you just took my phrase. Thank you, bro. Like, I appreciate this, that. This nigga, <laughs> people say he the people say he the second greatest player in history, and it's like an insult. Right. Yeah, like, it is. You right, you right, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. So so getting back to the original question is who did, who did Michael hurt career hurt the most? Patrick Ewan or Barkley? I'm 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 still going with Pat. I'm still going with Pat. Okay, so Pat, Pat didn't even make it to a finals. So on, on top of all that, Ooh. on top of not on on top of not getting an MVP, but he 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 couldn't even make it to the finals. But if Michael was in was in the West, we could say the same thing about Chuck. Well, you know, there's different circumstances. You 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 yeah. said who did her worst. Yeah, I got it. I, I, I still go to Pat. I still got to go to Pat. Geography doesn't change. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I still got to go to Pat, bro. I'm, inter- to Pat. I'm interested in Stephen M. Smith's three to four years that LeBron didn't deserve MVP since uh 2008. So I'm gonna be looking for that in the chat. But um, what about Patrick Ewan versus uh Carmelo, whose career got hurt worse? Oh, Patrick, I still go with Pat. Yeah, Carmelo, what he number three in, in scoring. Mm-hmm. All time, yeah, yeah, nah. yeah, and he made a final. <laughs> oh, he number two, he made two of them back to back. So, yeah, Damn, that might be the odd yeah. for real. It's, yeah. it's Pat, bro. Pat, Pat, Pat is one of those Hall of Fame dudes, man. That like he, that gets no love, man. Yeah, the only thing no that stopped love. him was timing. Timing was the only thing that stopped him. Hey, Stephen brought up a good point. Barkley is shamed publicly every single time he's he talks. About basketball, basically to a champion, he gets downplayed publicly for not winning the chip. Well, that is because Shaq's on that panel, and that's Shaq's job. <laughs> it's it to be the heel. Okay, sidebar. Can, 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 can we can we all admit that that Shaq's not funny? He's just goofy. I think, Chuck, I think Chuck, Chuck Chuck is funny. Shaq has Chuck, good timing. Chuck, Chuck is has funny. Good timing. No. I feel like that's probably the best um, sports show on TV. Oh, <laughs> I love watching. Uh, oh yeah, TV. I mean, like, I'm watching for all of all of them being funny, bro. I love them. Dude. Okay, <laughs> but it was be- hilarious to me. But it was mm-hmm. the best sports show before Shaq even got there. Like they were, they've been, they've been doing that. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, fact. But I, I mean, Shaq and Chuck and them took us to the next level, though, for sure. Oh, that absolutely. Was really yeah, I mean, they need Shaq each other. Funny though. I, I don't know. Shaq be getting too emotional, bro. Like, like he he start getting checked on some shit, and the first thing he do is be like, "Oh, well, you ain't got the rings, like this, so you can't be talking to me." Like, come on, Shaq. So it's funny because Shaq gets mad for before yeah, Chuck gets mad. I feel like that's what makes it so funny. I think that's what makes it funny. Is like he gets so mad, bro. I because like you so would funny. think Chuck would be the one who would get mad first with no rings, but Shaq, you like, man, come on, what's talking about? You would think Chuck would get upset. So back to the dog, bro. I did want to bring up one more other point before we uh, wrap it up because I know, like, we're going like we're like all over the place right now with Shaq and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, we are. Back to this dog being like for me being just a, a, a dog that was a lot. It was just bigger than basketball. It was just like it's just like a lot more. It's, there's like a lot more stuff going on in basketball. We kind of touched on the whole mental health thing just for a little minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and like what MJ was going through during that time period. Um, and you know, just dealing with the media, wanting to go out and you know, gamble, do whatever the case may be. The next thing I did, I kind of wanted to bring up was the fact that 
going back to Jerry um, uh, Cross again. Did y'all catch the little speech that he gave after they won that? That, that disrespectful that ass motherfucker. You saw right. that little speech that he gave mm -hmm. towards the end. He was like, "Um, oh, it it was it was more about the 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 yeah. front office. It was, yeah. it was it was management. It's 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 ownership. Is it's all those people that blah, 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 blah. right? Yeah. What type of person? And I'm 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 asking y'all, what type of person do you think? Would say something like that. Is there some person that is insecure, maybe? Um, of course. Somebody that may be jealous of the fame. Like, what kind of person would sit up there and basically, I mean, that, that's like, like like me, for instance, right? I'm a, I'm a manager. I have a team under me. I have about uh, about 25 employees under me, right? Mm. Um, I don't get my bonus checked or whatever unless they perform. Right. That's like me getting my bonus checked and saying, yeah, I did all this by myself, man. Uh, if it wasn't for me and my leadership, sure, you know, be stores, yeah, basically, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, just that, 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 that whole little, and I ain't like to, they were just a little quick. I, don't, I feel like they didn't really just, just talk about that, 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 that little comment that he made. But what are your thoughts on that right there, bro? So, um, that goes back to the whole animosity that the team had versus him because you have a guy that essentially put the team together minus Jordan mm. and mm. he doesn't get the public credit for it. You know, it's still Jordan's team. Even to this day, when we talk about, it, we don't go back and say, Oh, this is the team that Jerry Krause put together. No, this is what Jordan did. This is what Phil did. And here's a guy who's like, he's trying to go back and say, Hey, no, it was me. Remember me? I brought on Phil. I brought on Scotty. I traded for Tony. I when when nobody else else saw that Tony was good, I was the one who said that we need to get him. I was the one who who traded for Dennis. I was the one who put Dennis and Phil together. I'm doing I'm doing all these great trades. It's me, guys. It's me. But so is he justified in like feeling that way? No, publicly nobody says that. He doesn't get the public credit. So he his team wins. So he at that point. When I saw it, it's like that's his chance to remind everybody when all the cameras are on this team that it's not about the players, it's about the people who put the players in that opportunity to win. Man, look, bro, nobody likes to look at me, nigga, bro. Like, yeah, th 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 that's all that's all it is, bro. Like, like stay in your lane. They literally won a chip, and he took that opportunity when the players laid it all out on the court to down the players, to big up the organization. You don't do that. Like, that makes no sense at all, fam. Like, think about it like this. How many GMs do we really give credit to? It's only a handful of them. Jerry West, um, what, uh, what's what's my man with uh, Popovich down in San Antonio? Took over for him. Um, and he don't even get, and he don't even get that much credit. Yeah, it's man, yeah you mainly yeah. hear about from Pop when you hear organization from him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like I don't know who he think. I don't, I don't know who he, he thought he was. Like I think he was having an identity crisis. Think about it like this. Jerry West put together the Lakers in the 2000 run. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Lakers again in the Kobe Powell run. Mm -hmm. And the Golden State Warriors. But mm -hmm. when we and, and, and now, we and now the Clippers. And now the Clippers. But when we reference those teams... We typically don't bring up Jerry West. Some of us, but, do. I think we do. We'll give him. I don't know. 
But but Jared, <laughs> no, wait, Jared wait, 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 wait. no, no, no. When the Warriors, when when people talk about the Warriors dynasty, the first thing they th- they talk about is not Jerry West. He might be number five, number six. Yeah, but, we'll eventually get yeah. to him. But Jerry Krause talking like, oh well, before Jordan, he's supposed to say me. No, bro, that's not. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah, facts, man. If yeah, the if the, if the if the best of the best isn't the first thing that's mentioned in his dynasties, fam, no. Let me ask you this: Before this docu, before this docu series, how often have you heard the name Jerry Krause? Not many. Oh, um, in a positive light or a negative light? It kind of <laughs> depends on what you ask. It. Yeah, I've heard his name, before, but I mean, it was the man that killed the dynasty. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you hire? Oh, mm-hmm. you going to hire? Asking the people in the chat, bro. <laughs> I, so uh, the reason why I wouldn't is tell me why you would. Because <laughs> when when you look at he has a, he has a great resume, and he, 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 he does, and like he interviews well. He, he, <laughs> he does, but what did he do after he broke up the team? So the reason why he blew up the team was simply to have his shot to put all of his guys together. That way, he could prove that without Jordan, I'm still. This guy, I'm still the guy without Jordan, and that never happened. And we saw what happened when he didn't have MJ. <laughs> I mean, you could, I mean, I mean he, he, he can put it, he it all together again. I know what I, w- I would like to see what happened to him after '98. I, I, w- I would like to see it because I, I don't know, but I, oh, just, I don't just, know, bro. Just, if, if you're Google, a GM, Google Chicago Bulls record from 1999-2000, and you'll see how he did. Right. Don't don't think you heard from Chicago after Jordan was Derrick Rose. Hey, that's how he did. Oh, hey, okay. look, look at look at if he's such a great GM. Look at the trades between 1999 and like 2000, and I don't know. Six. Look, come on, you man. Can't say he, he, I mean, he is still a great GM now. He did put those pieces together. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. I'm, I'm he getting duplicated again. Now yeah. look, I and lightning don't strike. Maybe he was lightning don't strike twice. I don't think he's lucky. Yeah, lightning just don't strike. Uh, I mean, like, look, look, bro. At, 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 at the end of the day, he's he still had Michael Jordan. I, I, I mean, he had MJ. That was that was the main piece on the chessboard. Was was Michael Jordan? He was the queen, bro. Like he 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 was the one that made stuff shake. All right, I say a queen because the queen is the most powerful piece on the board. Right? He, he doesn't understand chess, he doesn't understand now. chess. I got you. You're good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? You don't get credit for putting the knights in the bishop there. You know what I'm saying? The queen. Exactly, bro. He was the most powerful. I play check, bro. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I was just curious. I was just because, like, I mean, you know, like, again, I like this. This doc is digging at him, man. This doc is digging at him really, really tough. He did find cool coats. And, like, you know, yeah. uh, oh, like, you know, I'm guessing MJ and Scotty. I ain't gonna lie to you. That actually uh, brings up to next good point. How do you feel about that? That's a cool coach would have came that first year. Yeah. Um, you still got Pippen there or whatever. He's not getting paid. So, was Pippen probably like I, I I know how like MJ probably felt or whatever, but we they didn't really go too on too much detail on how Pippen really just felt about that whole. That, I, I feel like that. Pippen probably had like a real legitimate reason probably to hate this dude. It's like, mm-hmm. dang, I'm still here. You're finding other talent, and you're not paying me. 
Well, that was that was the motivation behind that game. Like I remember when Stephen A. used to bring that up. Um, he used to always talk about how they set out to make a point to Jerry Krause uh, that they were gonna basically turn Kukos into nothing. Yeah, because he was the one that he was eyeing instead of Pippen. And so they like literally picked this dude up. Pippen picked him up first. Jordan picked him up a little bit after that. And like they just iced him out to prove a point. Same way uh, Michael was like, uh, Dan Marley was like Krause's favorite player in the league. He was like, oh, he was a great defender. You know, he plays for the Phoenix yeah, 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 and all right. that. He said, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. I'm, I'm going to ice this thing out. Like I'm about to, they I'm did about that. to do this, bro. bro. <laughs> right, that. Right, and he was right, doing right. it. And he was doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We didn't touch on this either real quick. I know uh, y'all probably like, damn, but we like y'all's time going a little long. It's like 130. No, it's, it's, it's cool. Don't worry um, about it. Shoot, the bro. branding, bro. The branding. Nike deal. The shoe deal. The Olympics with him covering up a Reebok sign. All that jazz. We that was fire. That right oh, there. man. That was such a smooth move. We didn't really move, get into bro. that. That's such a smooth move, fam. The fact that. that I'm going to be honest with you. I thought ahead. MJ was being petty. I thought that was I thought it was petty. I thought that was petty. What? He was getting bro, paid for Nike it, regardless, bro. Man. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant, dog. Like, it, hold on. The mental petty. Dog, I mean, okay, it might be a little bit petty, but I'm like, like I love it. I like the move when, when it's like you can't say shit. Like, he covered it with the flag. Yeah. It's patriotic. Who go like Reebok would look silly talking about well you covered up our logo with, with what oh the American flag that I just want to go medal for the country like that's yeah. so check this out though that's business. Do you honestly believe that if he didn't wear that flag that would have tarnished the Jordan brand? No, not at all. Well, not and so it had no, no it had no impact on the on the brand itself. But going back to the whole Tony Kugo situation, that shows the value that he places on loyalty. He was loyal to Scotty, so he's like, okay, I'm going to show y'all that this nigga ain't shit. I'm loyal to the Nike brand because look what these niggas is doing for me. Right. So because of that loyalty, right. I'm going to be petty as fuck. He said, oh, yeah, y'all can come up? Nigga, I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. Damn. Think about it like this. Just to piggyback off what J-Rock says, Jordan has always been down for the team, even when the team ain't doing right. Mm -hmm. Bam. Jerry Cross and I got a curveball for you. Okay. I'm waiting for it. But Jerry Cross was saying, like, hey, we're not going to pay Pippen. Jordan got mad at Pippen for not playing. Yeah. He, yeah. Like, he, he bought the team, bro. He bought the team, man. That, that shit was – that was smooth moves for me, dog. I love that shit. But curveball it. What is y'all's thoughts on black athletes in their political views? All right, so let's go ahead and talk yeah, about it. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been waiting on it. Yep. Republicans True. buy sneakers too. True. What is your thoughts on it? Because if it is a thing to where it is like a loyalty, I'm down for the cause. Mm -hmm. Do you think Jordan was right not to endorse um, the gentleman that was running for governor at the time or a congressman, whatever it was at the time? I, I need to go back and actually the actual details. Do you think he was, he was justified right. in like doing that? Um, I was I was very interested to see if they were even gonna bring bring that conversation up. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's always been a black spot mm -hmm. on Jordan's career is that he never had a political he never made it political. It was always about the money and it was always about the, the game. So 
in his comment that he made, I don't believe it was something that he made in jest. Uh, oh, did, like you try to spin it? Yeah, like I, I feel like that was spinning it because you saw what happened because of it. But I do mm-hmm. believe that mm-hmm. I do agree with how how we said after that is that I never wanted to be a activist. I'm here just to play this game. So I, I, I can't be mad at that because like you saw what happened to Muhammad. Like you you saw what happened to somebody who, who stood up and made it about activism. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I'm here to play this sport. If I make if I become activist, they could take it away from me. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm, I- I agree with you. I, I was going to play like devil advocate. I'm, 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 I'm glad that you did it. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't be, I, I can't be mad about it because, you know, you know to yeah. be honest, if, if today, if we, if, if, if I make a statement saying that the way black people are being treated is wrong and I see people publicly who say that lose everything, anybody is going to have some type of apprehension. So it's like, am I willing to give up everything for it? Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad at it because he did say he he stick he did privately right. contribute. Mm-hmm. He just wouldn't yeah, he do it. Say that. He did say that. You're right, Jay. I'm, Jay, I'm, 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 with, I'm you. with you. I'm with you. I'm with I'm with Jay on this one. Um, I think I think Jordan pretty much uh, sealed the deal when he said I think at the end towards the end of the doc like. I, don't, I wish I wasn't even a role model. Like he didn't want to be a role model. And then, man, but, that when when he man, it was two parts of that 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 messed me up. Because the first time he said it's like, well, I always approach it where my game is the example. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing something that you believe in, just follow the example. If you don't, don't follow it. That's a bar right there. Yeah, it is a bar. Um, I got to tweet that later on tonight. Like, to him, his approach, his philosophy, and the way he played the game, that's what he wanted to be as a role model. Right. If if you are committed, if you work hard, this is what can happen. Mm -hmm. Everything that happened outside that was just him living his life. Mm -hmm. And he's like, damn, I'm showing y'all greatness, but y'all looking at this other bullshit. To be mm-hmm. as the example of how to be great, right? Do you think black people put too much pressure on other black people that have some type of power? Mm, that's a that's a question. Um, I'm actually mad too. He didn't sit there. He ain't saying nothing. Well, because he was rolling, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to take the rock out of his. <laughs> I didn't want to take the rock out of his. You know like, what I'm like, shoot, shoot, my boy. It, it's yes and no. So because. Going going back to this doc in particular, you um you know you had Obama speaks like I I wish he would have mm-hmm. made it a political statement because it sends a message that other people can do it. Again, you had the example of Muhammad Ali. It's like how many people are actually gonna willingly jump on the cross and know what's gonna happen to you afterwards? But at the same time, you have what happened with the media, and you mm-hmm. saw the color of the people who's tearing you down. Mm-hmm. And the color of people who were actively tearing you down wasn't us. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, 
I don't I, feel I, like I, it's I, the I expectation. Totally it's us that that's doing yeah. it. Uh, but once they put that information out there, it's out. I, I just feel like I, I'll kind of jump in on this real quick. I do feel like we as a community put a lot of uh, pressure on uh, athletes to speak uh, on our behalf, but it's kind of unfair because a lot of these athletes don't know shit about shit. Mm-hmm. So Bad. it's it's Bad. almost Bad. like, yeah, you can actually do more harm than good trying to speak on something for the culture and you really aren't that. You don't know nothing about. Right, you're mm-hmm. not engaged with it. You, you don't have a, 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 you don't have your finger on the pulse. You just you just saying stuff just to, to get a sound bite. And I think right. that's damaging. And so like I don't think it's really fair to ask athletes to do it. However, on the same hand, I do feel like like and I think it was said in the chat earlier, too. Um, when you have a platform, you do have a responsibility. So like MJ had a responsibility with his with his prestige. The same mm-hmm. way Muhammad Ali had a a responsibility with his presence and his prestige. Muhammad Ali will always be loved in the culture for the stance that he made because he sacrificed. He stood up for what was right. Mm-hmm. MJ took the business approach where it's like, well, why would I say one thing that's going to alienate half of my fan base and all of a sudden it, it cuts all my business ties in half when I could take that same money that I'm making business uh, from the business and distribute it to causes that I actually know about or that I feel comfortable speaking about. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I'll, I'll, you know, go ahead. Go no, ahead, Rich. Shoot, shoot. I mean, I, I was I was gonna pick it back on what y'all said. I, I I do feel like uh the the big thing that you said and uh Stephen uh Stephen Smith said it too was um you can't speak on what you don't know about. And mm-hmm. with these younger athletes that are coming in, especially in the NFL, for instance, it's using the, the Colin Kaepernick thing for an example. You have these young athletes coming in. I, I know an actual football player. I mean, I'm actually pretty close. And it's one of those things to where when Cap took his stance and then you have different players around the league, older players, Ed Reeves and, and like the likes of, taking their stance. Now you got these other players because people are saying, well, if every player does it or if every player takes, takes a stand, we can affect change. But these kids are 18, 19, 20 years old, 22 years old. Um, some of them didn't go to class while they're in school. Bars. Just calling a spade a spade. Talk what do them. you know? The only thing you know is what you are around and what you, you know, listen to the music. What you're not reading books, you're not listening to Roland Martin, you're not doing X, Y, and Z. So eventually, I feel like we we, we probably should educate these young men, but I would never put that type of pressure on a man to your point that has like like the Scotty Pippen. I have a, mm-hmm. a family to feed back at home. And now, and like, this is why I'm here in the first place. Now you want me to jeopardize that, in a sense. Right. Um, no, no, that's the real I, thing. I know nothing about. You yes. know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Now, granted, I will say this right here. I do feel like we do have a responsibility um, as a culture in some way, shape, form, or fa- a fashion to at least educate our young brothers to put them into the position to where they do have some type of knowledge, especially if they do have some type of power. Maybe in those earlier days when MJ had that type of power, somebody like a Kareem, you know what I mean? Or or somebody should have came up and said, hey, young blood, let me just screw you on a few things. So could, do mm-hmm. I blame Michael for it? Absolutely not. Uh, I feel like somebody probably should have said something to him though, you know, p- potentially, because at that point, 
of, of, of MJ's career, I can be wrong. Maybe this is just my perspective. He was almost untouchable, I feel like. Almost. He was still black. Mm-hmm. But he was so great at what he was great at. He was so great at playing the game that I don't think that would have taken away from him saying what he said. I don't think that would have taken away from uh, I'm sorry, him endorsing that man. I don't, I don't think that would have taken a front way from his fame globally at that point in in in, in the nation because he was just that big of a brand at that point. Right. It was that a missed opportunity to me. Yeah, it was probably a missed opportunity. It was probably a missed opportunity. Yeah. So no, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, now, Adrian uh, does this play into shove and dribble comment made. Um, what's so crazy is he acted out with that comment was portrayed to be you're displayed to pay you're displayed to pay basketball you're not paid to do anything else so when you look at it this is where it comes from it's just that mindset is like well i'm just here for for the game which isn't i i I understand where jordan's mindset is Mm -hmm. but you can't force (laughs) everybody to be a Activist, yo, new house body black. I'm MJ. I'm done. Black. I'm MJ. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was fire, fam. Yo, new house. (laughs) That was fire. I ain't black. I'm MJ. Dang. Hey, you know what? I'm done. That's funny. I'm done. Hey, that's funny. Perfect way to just address that. Forget everything I just said. I MJ. That was funny. That That was was funny. Hey, forget everything I just said. Hey, but bring it back to Abe real quick. Because here's the thing. Um, the shut up and dribble thing. Um, oh man, you on it. I wouldn't ask you to bring the comment up. That's dope. Um, the shut up and dribble thing. First of all, I mean, she's an asshole. Like, you know, oh absolutely. Yeah, so like, yeah, no excuses, no excuses for her on that. However, I will say that had that been Ali, because she was saying it to LeBron, had mm-hmm. that been Ali, I very sincerely doubt that she says shut up and box. Because she would got them hands. Well, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to box? <laughs> I can, look, I, I said earlier, I like we 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 can't we can't compare, we can't compare any athlete to this day, unless it's Jim Brown. We can't compare people to what Ali did, man, because Ali, he knew at that time somebody had to do it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Right. He had a responsibility that time. And like he knew that he probably found that with the nation, whatever the case may be. But he knew that I need to make some type of a stand and say something, even even if even if it is just because even if it is just like. (laughs) And and see what it's going to be. Oh, snap. I lose y'all. No, yeah. it's fine. Keep it going. Yeah, you good. Keep it oh, going. But it, yeah, so like, even if it was like, okay, you know, like in his case, it was his name. You know, I'm not this. This is my name. You say my name. This is what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Point blank. Period. So I feel like uh, at that time, Ali knew that he had to abstain. These players now necessarily do they have to? I can, I, I I I cannot sit up here and say that they have to do anything now. Because so much was done for us in the past. This is how I feel about. It. I feel like a lot of a lot was already done with the Jim Browns, with the Jackie Robinsons, with the Muhammad Ali. 
right. know, there was a lot uh, with the um um I was just watching uh what was, what was the movie Glory Road with the uh, team down in El Paso, Utah. Mm-hmm. I was just watching it like something had to have happened at that time. I feel like MJ during this time period right here, it was a missed opportunity, but I don't think he owed anybody anything. I will I will say that. I don't think he he, I agree he owed that. anybody anything. No, I, I don't I don't think he owed anything anybody anything but I, i'm all i'm saying in hi- highlighting ali versus the shut up and dribble girl uh is i think ali was so secure in what he was saying and you could tell he knew what he was talking mm-hmm. about i feel like i feel like she took that opportunity to take a shot at Braun just because she probably didn't believe that he really knew what the hell he was saying he was just kind of regarding mm-hmm. what he said on what he saw on twitter or like mm-hmm. it's it's different. It's different when like you you feel that shit inside of you, and you're like, mm-hmm. I know this is wrong. Ain't no Vietcon called me, nigga. That was y'all. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it hits different when 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 the person speaking like you know where it comes from versus like, but well, dang man, is this dude just trying to get some PR shine? Like like mm-hmm. I don't think she would have said that to him, and mm-hmm. um. <clears throat> Again, you're right. Like nobody can compare to Ali. We're not even gonna do that. We're not even gonna play that with that man's name like that. Um, mm-hmm. But for Jordan, I mean, you know, look, he did what he did. He said what he said, and apparently, he meant that shit. So yeah, hey, look, yeah. end of the day, he 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 meant that shit. So it, it is what it is now. Um, and like you know, to what uh, J Rock said earlier, you know, I I, I do you know, I kind of hate that he said that though. I I didn't really like that they said that in the doc. Um, when, he, when he he made that comment, uh, I wish I wasn't a role model. I don't, I don't, I I can't give him no bell on that. Um, Charles Barkley said the same you thing. Have been, do it now. Charles Barkley said the same thing. He made a commercial about it. I and I don't agree with him saying it either. You got a platform, bro. Uh, it's but we ha- like it, look, right now, for instance, it. right now we are yeah. on this uh uh live podcast facebook live you have a platform you and you're talking you have a responsibility in some way shape form or fashion to lead you're about to be a father you have a responsibility bro to be somewhat of a uh, of a role model mj had kids at the time i don't want to be a role model you know you can now 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 granted maybe i'm going too deep into this maybe i'm just going like, a little bit too True. too deep but still like when you have that much influence that much he was a global i he is a global icon mm-hmm. and you say i wish i didn't have this well that's a little bit selfish you know yeah. you yeah. you are and like you've been a, a great example in some capacity because of your work ethic because you have your sons you know yeah. like you you have the kids like you know the we wouldn't have had a a, a kobe you know you 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 gave us that too so like you say like i didn't want to be a role model but dang bro you basically just snatched a lot of kids souls with that so um i don't think yeah, you should yeah, right there that, man that, right he pulled the heart straight too uh, i feel you he said you a father right just saying, man, it, but, it comes um, with the territory, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like it does come with the territory. I, I understand why he said it because he's not looking at it from what being a role model entails. He like because okay. so like for uh, so for us, uh, we started this podcast to better people, 
to give different perspectives. Right. So when we jumped on this platform, we knew what we wanted to do, right? We knew what type right. of impact we wanted to have. Mm-hmm. Jordan just wanted to play basketball. So that yeah. was when he got started, that was his platform. And he didn't, I, to me, I feel like he didn't feel like I don't want to be a role model until the books came out until the world tried to collectively tear him, tear him down because he saw what the responsibility of being a role model means. The scrutiny of just like you were saying early that you have to be perfect. The pedestal Mm -hmm. that people put him on, he's like, I, nobody can live this standard. That's not a bad take. So you're, you're saying like the time frame, like the mental space he was, in at the point of that book being released is what made him say that. Mm-hmm. He said that had that been like 1990, 1991, when he was on the rise and he was Nike'd out and killing the game. Oh, like when it was, I want to be, I want to be like Mike. Right. right. Never made that comment. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? When it I was, mean, but he made that comment on the dock. That was like, that was reason. But that's what I'm saying. It's because of everything else that, that happened after that. It was him being teared down. It is the divorce, the settlement, everything you, everything that you have to be in, being in the public eye consistently. Because, like you said, we don't see Jordan like that, and and and, and which is why, because he doesn't want to have that role. He was mad about the damn crime meme. (laughs) Thank you, uh, a a a a body. body. It was over. It was over about three minutes ago. Do I know? I think it was over, it was over about three minutes ago. Abe, Abe dropped that comment. I was like, "Oh, well, that's a wrap." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't. I, I, I still. I mean, like, I, I do get what you're saying, Rock. That makes mm-hmm. great sense. Maybe he did have a change of heart. Um, but you got to take the good with the bad, all right? And, oh, absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. Everybody has some chinks in their armor, bro. Like even role models to this day. You you can say that hell, we, we just got done praising Ali. We just got done praising him crazy. He had a whole mistress and divorced his wife. Oh, and say, hey, you know real, what I mean? I, I, you know, I mean, like, but I never heard Ali say, Yeah, man, like I did that. Um, I wish I wasn't a role model. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I didn't hear that from that caliber of a play of of, of, a, of a person. Um, so, you know, I, I, I do get there. I mean, you, you can definitely have, like some people, you're right. They can't handle it. It's like, no, what? I, yeah. I wish I didn't have this. I can't, I can't handle it. But, yo, you got it. And, and like, and you can have the, 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 the uh, Spike Lee, mm-hmm. I want to be like Mike. You said that, bro. People, yes, you're right. People want to be like, you got it. Since you put it out there, you, you got to see this whole thing through with, with the mm-hmm. good and the bad. We still go around with you. We love you, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and then we like, for me is he's looking at it from, the end it's a lot of stuff that he's probably regrets privately that we don't know about that came along with the journey he's that's why it's like if you if you had to do all over again would you do it i don't know like that statement means there's a lot of stuff that happened that man got six rings he got the 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 hottest shoe in the game he wouldn't did all again you know (laughs) he probably changed a few things but he would have did his life again he would have chosen his life for sure (laughs) <laughs> for sure. 
<laughs> for sure, man. But yeah, I just want to get into that whole thing. I, I feel like that was one thing that we didn't really just touch on was that. Uh, and somebody uh, tweeted me earlier about that. It was like, you know, uh, you know, why do us as you know as black people seem to put that pressure on others? And like, you know, I I feel like you know, hey, sports and entertainment has always been you know one of those things that was our outlet. I mean, Sam Cook. Um, nice. we said Ali, we said Jackie, um, you know, um, Sydney Portier. I mean, like you go down the list of people that like this, hey, that was our outlet. You know, we had yeah. we had to find the arts, we had to find the um the 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 sports to tell our story. You know, we had to we we always had to have done this. Uh, that's one thing that we we did. Now, you know, thank God for uh, you know, I mean we we, we now we got a barack. You know what I mean? Like we got things like that now. You know, people like that that has these you know huge influences that can be more than just you know uh, art and basketball. Now we got an actual political figure to look up to. Mm-hmm. But at first, that's all we had. You know, that's really all we had for a good little minute. Facts. So, oh, you know one thing, because um, I just realized we didn't actually read the comment for the people that's going to listen to this on a podcast. What well, Abe said that pretty much bodied that last segment was the episode started with Kobe calling him a role model. So okay. damn. And then the ended with him saying he didn't want to be one. That's kind exactly. of exactly that's, that's all I'm saying. That's mm. facts. Absolutely. That's all how right. we started. Like that's how we started the episode, man. So well this weekend Jill Scott, Erica Badu. I got Jill. I got Jill. I love Erica. I love Erica. I just got Jill man. I got, I got Jill. Jill. Right. I'm gonna be entertained. I'm being entertained. I don't care. I'm being entertained either way. You think Eric about to know this how to be a good one, bro? Bro, do you follow no. her? Fat no. Belly Bella? No. Oh, bro. Okay, so Eric so we're not gonna have so we're not gonna have problems like babyface now. No, 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 no. Like Erica Badu is heavy heavy on uh, social media. She's like I, I follow her. I follow both of them, but like Fat Belly Bella, that's her Twitter name. Yeah, I think just uh, it's Erica Badu on um, IG, but. Uh, Erica Badu, and again, like I said earlier, I feel like Erica Badu has that advantage because she's an actual DJ. She can mm. spin. She knows right. how to work a crowd. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like, she gonna yeah, that's she gonna think some stuff to set the mood. Yeah. And you know, she a shit talker too. So like one of those things that were like after they play tracks back to back in between the tracks, you know how like they got like, hey, okay, I see you. You know, Erica Badu got like little sass, but but yeah. Jill do too though. Yeah, Jill, like, really? Hey, Jill, funny, bro. Jill yes, she is, Yo, man. in her concert, oh, she had us dying laughing in that. Yes, bit. bro. She's yes, funny. Bro. So it's gonna be a, a good one. It's gonna be a good one. All right, man. Well, speak between the lines podcast. Ooh, uh, I think when I get into that, I'm just, I'm just gonna mess with him off off of her. Who's that? There's no oh. Scott with that dude. We can we can we can talk about it. We can talk about it. <laughs> we might we might have to react to that um next week but hey man let's go ahead and wrap this mug up um anything else you want to get up uh rock sweet uh now we now we went over everything that that one oh um i did want to just laugh at barkley real quick because at, at the end of game three when he said yo i thought i was the greatest player of all time oh then yeah. I cut that noise cut that noise bye peace Cut that out. This man still yeah. had he had he said after the rest of the series to play. He's like, yo, cut that door. <laughs> I know I'm not getting this damn chip. <laughs> my boy, my boy had one piece of hardware when he said that. Yeah, <laughs> and bro, it wasn't a chip. Like, yeah, cut that door. Not out. 
the 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 hilarity of when greatness meets the road. You in the middle of the series, just like yo, I gotta play, but I know we ain't gonna win it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ain't want that smoke. Yeah, it, the only thing I gotta um left to say, bro, is again, you know, the, uh, a, a lot of people uh, uh popped in and out. Like I, I've been inviting people to the pod. I say this every pod, man. Yeah, go back, listen to previous episodes where they're talking about some of the stuff that we got into today. You know, uh, mental health, uh, politics. Um, you know, uh, black culture, um, things of that nature, bro. Like, like y'all go back and listen to some of those episodes, like for real, for real. They, these brothers are dropping some gems. Uh, thank you guys again for having me on. I, I, I really have fun doing this, so thank you for that. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I never remember, man. Uh, y'all, man, we gonna get out of here. Uh, hit us up next week. Uh, we'll react to episode, what is it, seven and eight? Seven, eight, yeah, seven and eight. Yeah, seven and eight. Uh, we'll be back Monday, man. Holla at y'all. Speak to the lines. It's your boy, Young Rest. J-Rock. Young Sweet. And by way of uh, Abe, I don't know. In the comment section. I don't know what he's doing. But yeah, man, we out of here. One. Peace, bro.